This episode contains information about child sexual exploitation that some listeners might find disturbing. On October 5, a California man was sentenced to 33 years and 9 months in prison for multiple obscenity crimes involving children. According to the indictment, 65-year-old Ron Colmeyer of Santa Rosa, California, operated a website that globally distributed stories about the rape, murder, and sexual abuse of prepubescent children. Law enforcement officials determined that Colmeyer was running his obscenity website from Belize. Colmeyer wrote many of the stories himself, but also published the works of other offenders, including stories that had been previously published on Mr. Double, another website dedicated to publishing writings that detail the sexual abuse of children. Some of the stories on Colmeyer's website described the rape, torture, and murder of children while others were accompanied by lifelike, computer-generated images of prepubescent children being sexually abused. On June 13, Colmeyer pleaded guilty to five counts of importation or transportation of obscene matters and one count of distributing obscene visual representations of the sexual abuse of children. Colmeyer was previously convicted of continuous sexual abuse of a child in Sonoma County, California in 2008 and served six years in state prison. In June 2021, Thomas Arthur, the owner of Mr. Double, was sentenced to 40 years in prison. Acting Assistant Attorney General Nicole M. Argentieri of the Justice Department's Criminal Division, U.S. Attorney Jamie Esparza for the Western District of Texas, Special Agent in Charge Francisco Burola of Homeland Security Investigations El Paso and Assistant Director Luis Quesada of the FBI's Criminal Investigation Division made the announcement. HSI and the FBI investigated the case with assistance from the government of Belize. Trial attorneys Austin M. Berry and Adam Braskich of the Criminal Division's Child Exploitation and Obscenity Section and Assistant U.S. Attorney Brandy Young for the Western District of Texas prosecuted the case. This case was brought as part of Project Safe Childhood, a nationwide initiative to combat the epidemic of child sexual exploitation and abuse launched in May 2006 by the Justice Department. Led by U.S. Attorney's Offices and CEOS, Project Safe Childhood marshals federal, state, and local resources to better locate, apprehend, and prosecute individuals who exploit children via the internet, as well as to identify and rescue victims. For more information about Project Safe Childhood, please visit www.justice.gov forward slash PSC www.justice.gov forward slash PSC
part two. Former U.S. Army Sergeant Joseph Daniel Schmidt. On October 6, a former U.S. Army Sergeant whose last duty post was Joint Base Lewis McCord, JBLM, in Western Washington State, was arrested on an indictment charging him with two federal felonies, attempt to deliver national defense information and the retention of national defense information. So according to records filed in the case, Joseph Daniel Schmidt was an active duty soldier from January 2015 to January 2020. His primary assignment was at JBLM in the 109th Military Intelligence Battalion. In his role, Schmidt had access to secret and top secret information. So after his separation from the military, Schmidt allegedly reached out to the Chinese consulate in Turkey and later the Chinese security services via email, offering information about national defense information of the United States. In March 2020, Schmidt traveled to Hong Kong and allegedly continued his efforts to provide Chinese intelligence with classified information that he obtained from his military service. He allegedly retained a device that allows for access to secure military computer networks and offered the device to Chinese authorities to assist them in efforts to gain access to such networks. Schmidt remained in China, primarily Hong Kong, until the week of October 2, 2023, when he scheduled to fly to San Francisco. He was arrested at the airport. Attempts to deliver national defense information and the retention of national defense information are punishable by up to 10 years in prison and a $250,000 fine. The FBI is investigating the case with valuable assistance provided by the U.S. Army Counterintelligence Command. Assistant U.S. Attorney Todd Greenberg for the Western District of Washington and Deputy Chief Matthew J. McKenzie of the National Security Division's Counterintelligence and Export Control Section are prosecuting the case. Part 3. U.S. Navy Petty Officer Wen Heng Zhao On October 10, a U.S. Navy service member pleaded guilty to federal felony offenses and admitted that he transmitted sensitive U.S. military information to an intelligence officer from the People's Republic of China in exchange for bribery payments. 26-year-old Petty Officer Wen Heng Zhao also known as Thomas Zhao of Monterey Park, California, pleaded guilty to conspiring with the Chinese intelligence officer and receiving a bribe. Zhao, who worked at Naval Base Ventura County and held a U.S. security clearance, admitted that he engaged in a corrupt scheme to collect and transmit sensitive U.S. military information to the Chinese intelligence officer in violation of his official duties. Between August 2021 and at least May 2023, Zhao admitted receiving over $14,000 in at least 14 separate bribes from the Chinese intelligence officer. In exchange for the illicit payments, Zhao surreptitiously collected and transmitted to the intelligence officer sensitive, non-public information regarding U.S. Navy operational security, 
military trainings and exercises, and critical infrastructure. Zhao admitted that he entered restricted military and naval installations to collect and record this information. Zhao specifically admitted to transmitting plans for a large-scale maritime training exercise in the Pacific Theater, operational orders, and electrical diagrams and blueprints for a ground-air task-oriented radar system located in Okinawa, Japan. Zhao further admitted to using sophisticated encrypted communication methods to transmit the information, destroying evidence, and concealing his relationship with the Chinese intelligence officer. Zhao's conduct violated his official duties to protect such information and the oath he swore to protect the United States from both domestic and foreign adversaries. If you or someone you know has knowledge of a potential compromise or sensitive military information, please contact your nearest NCIS or FBI office. Zhao pleaded guilty before U.S. District Judge R. Gary Klausner. Sentencing is scheduled for January 8, 2024. As a result of his guilty plea, Zhao faces a statutory maximum penalty of 20 years in prison, five years for the conspiracy count, and 15 years for the bribery charge. Zhao has been in custody since his arrest on August 3. The FBI Los Angeles Field Office's Counterintelligence and Cyber Division and NCIS conducted the investigation. IRS criminal investigation provided substantial assistance. Assistant U.S. Attorneys Anna Martin Salik, Sarah Gerdes, Christine Rowe, and Catherine Seeden for the Central District of California and Trial Attorney Adam Barry of the National Security Division's Counterintelligence and Export Control Section are prosecuting the case with assistance from Ryan Waters of the Asset Forfeiture Section. Four, Joseph M. Thomas. On October 13, a federal jury convicted a Wisconsin man for possessing images depicting the sexual abuse of children. According to court documents and evidence presented at trial, 43-year-old Joseph M. Thomas of Kenosha, Wisconsin, saved and viewed child sexual abuse material, CSAM, on hard drives that he stored in his residence from 2017 to 2021. Law enforcement uncovered Thomas's stash of CSAM after observing that someone accessing the internet from his residence in 2021 appeared to be downloading CSAM over an online file-sharing network. The FBI then obtained a warrant to search Thomas's residence and seized multiple hard drives and other digital devices. A forensic examination of those devices revealed that Thomas had used them to save and view CSAM and to search for similar material online. The jury convicted Thomas of one count of possessing child pornography. He is scheduled to be sentenced on February 1, 2024 and faces a mandatory minimum of 10 years in prison. A federal district court judge will determine any sentence after considering the U.S. sentencing guidelines and other statutory factors. Thomas was previously convicted of the repeated sexual assault of a young child back in 2011. 
Acting Assistant Attorney General Nicole M. Argentieri of the Justice Department's Criminal Division, U.S. Attorney Gregory J. Hanstad for the Eastern District of Wisconsin, and Special Agent in Charge Michael He Hensley of the FBI Milwaukee Field Office made the announcement. The FBI investigated the case. Trial Attorney William J. Clayman of the Criminal Division's Child Exploitation and Obscenity Section and Assistant U.S. Attorney Megan J. Paulson for the Eastern District of Wisconsin are prosecuting the case. This case was brought as part of Project Safe Childhood, a nationwide initiative to combat the epidemic of child sexual exploitation and abuse launched in May 2006 by the Justice Department. Led by U.S. Attorney's Offices and Criminal Division's Child Exploitation and Obscenity Section, Project Safe Childhood marshals federal, state, and local resources to better locate, apprehend, and prosecute individuals who exploit children via the internet, as well as to identify and rescue victims. For more information about Project Safe Childhood, please visit www.justice.gov forward slash PSC www.justice.gov forward slash PSC Part 5 Douglas Mackey On October 18, a social media influencer was sentenced to seven months in prison and fined $15,000 for his role in a conspiracy to interfere with potential voters' rights to vote in the 2016 presidential election. According to court documents, by 2016, Douglas Mackey, aka Ricky Vaughn, had established an audience on Twitter with approximately 58,000 followers. A February 2016 analysis by the MIT Media Lab ranked Mackey as one of the most significant influencers of the then-upcoming presidential election. Between September 2016 and November 2016, Mackey conspired with other influential Twitter users and with members of private online groups to use social media platforms, including Twitter, to disseminate fraudulent messages that encouraged supporters of presidential candidate Hillary Clinton to vote via text message or social media, which was legally invalid. For example, on November 1, 2016, around the same time that Mackey was sending tweets suggesting the importance of limiting black turnout, Mackey tweeted an image depicting an African-American woman standing in front of an African-Americans for Hillary sign. The ad stated, quote, avoid the line, vote from home text Hillary to 59925 and, quote, vote for Hillary and be a part of history. The fine print at the bottom of the deceptive image stated, quote, must be 18 or older to vote, one vote per person, must be a legal citizen of the United States, voting by text not available in Guam, Puerto Rico, Alaska, or Hawaii, paid for by Hillary for President 2016, end quote. The tweet included the typed hashtag, I'm with her, a slogan frequently used by then-presidential candidate Hillary Clinton. Around election day 2016, at least 4,900 unique telephone numbers texted the word Hillary, or some derivative of that name, 
to the 59925 text number, which had been used in multiple deceptive campaign images that Mackey and his co-conspirators tweeted. Several hours after tweeting the first image, Mackey tweeted an image depicting a woman seated in a conference room typing a message on her cell phone. This deceptive image was written in Spanish and mimicked a font that the Clinton campaign used in authentic ads. The image also included a copy of Clinton campaign's logo and the I'm with her hashtag. A federal jury in Brooklyn previously convicted Mackey at trial for conspiracy against rights. Acting Assistant Attorney General Nicole M. Argentieri of the Justice Department's Criminal Division U.S. Attorney Breon Peace for the Eastern District of New York and Assistant Director in Charge Michael J. Driscoll of the FBI New York Field Office made the announcement. The FBI investigated the case. Trial Attorney William J. Gulota of the Criminal Division's Public Integrity Section and Assistant U.S. Attorneys Eric D. Paulson and F. Turner Buford and paralegal specialist Shivani Parshad for the Eastern District of New York prosecuted the case. Part 6. Jare Sebastian Dalke On October 23, 31-year-old Jerry Sebastian Dalke of Colorado Springs, Colorado, pleaded guilty to six counts of attempting to transmit classified national defense information, NDI, to an agent of the Russian Federation. According to court documents, from June 6, 2022 to July 1, 2022, Dalke was an employee of the National Security Agency, NSA, where he served as an information system security designer. Dalke admitted that between August and September 2022, that's weeks after he left the NSA, to demonstrate his legitimate access and willingness to share, he used an encrypted email account to transmit excerpts of three classified documents to an individual he believed to be a Russian agent. In actual fact, that person was an FBI online covert employee all three documents from which the excerpts were taken contain NDI. They are classified as Top Secret Sensitive Compartmented Information, SCI, and they were obtained by Dalke during his employment with the NSA. On or about August 26, 2022, Dalke requested $85,000 in return for all the information in his possession. Dalke claimed the information would be of value to Russia and told the FBI online covert employee that he would share more information in the future once he returned to the Washington, D.C. area. Dalke subsequently arranged to transfer additional classified information in his possession to the purported Russian agent at Union Station in downtown Denver, Colorado. Using a laptop computer and the instructions provided by the FBI online covert employee, Dalke transferred five files four of which contained top-secret national defense information. The other file was a letter, which begins in Russian and Cyrillic alphabet, quote, my friends, and states in part, I am very happy to finally provide this information to you. I look forward to our friendship and shared benefits. 
please let me know if there are desired documents to find and I will try when I return to my main office. The FBI arrested Dalke on September 28th, moments after it transmitted those files. As part of his plea agreement, Dalke admitted that he willfully transmitted files to the FBI online covert employee with the intent and reason to believe that the information would be used to cause harm to the United States and to benefit Russia. Dalke faces a maximum penalty of up to life in prison. Sentencing is scheduled for April 26, 2024. A U.S. District Court judge will determine any sentence after considering the U.S. sentencing guidelines and other statutory factors. Assistant Attorney General Matthew G. Olson of the Justice Department National Security Division, U.S. Attorney Cole Finnegan for the District of Colorado, and Executive Assistant Director Larissa L. Knapp of the FBI's National Security Branch made the announcement. The FBI Washington and Denver field offices are investigating the case. Assistant U.S. Attorneys Julia K. Martinez and Jenna R. Newsheller for the District of Colorado and Trial Attorneys Christina A. Clark and Adam L. Small of the National Security Division's Counterintelligence and Export Control Section are prosecuting the case. So that's all I have for this episode 19 of the Cyber Case Files podcast. Thanks for listening. 